Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor for Data Breach Today. I'm speaking with Kurt Stamberger about user behavioral analytics. Kurt, thanks very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Matt. So when it comes to the insider threat, what has been done or what is being done about using user behavioral analytics to help with that challenge? A lot of different technologies have been brought to bear against insider threats in the security industry in the past 20 years. And that makes sense because most of the costs of security breaches can be traced to insiders, whether that is malicious insiders or users that are improperly sharing their credentials or credentials that have been stolen. In the past few years, security researchers have realized that looking at user behaviors and specifically looking at different types of access and authentication logs is one of the most predictive ways that one can detect and head off insider threats. And so that's why it's gaining so much traction right now. There are a lot of logs out there. Is the challenge of more and more data part of the challenge that people face when they're not looking at logs? Because we've been hearing this is a best practice for a long time now. Yeah, there's a lot of data out there, exactly. And one of the differentiators that my company holds claim to is that While we look at a lot of different data, we focus on access and authentication logs. Now, there are millions of different types of logs out there, and you can be looking at things from purchase behavior to email behavior to which sites we visit. We don't consider any of that, or when we do present that in our interface, that information is presented on the side as context. The actual quantitative number crunching comes in with ANA logs. And we can suck in ANA logs from Windows events, from Kerberos, from even applications like Oracle and Salesforce. Those particular logs where the math really produces interesting and statistically significant results. Not to give the game away, but are there any particular red flags that you see frequently, or does it really come down to the organization in question? The easy ones are easy, right? And actually, the easy ones are the bane of the security admin's existence because for a while now, SIMs have started to mature and have reached good market penetration in the Fortune 2000, but the SIM is still regarded as this screaming infant in the corner of the sock because it's just going alert, 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 and throwing off thousands of log events. And most security analysts basically turn the squelch way up and they don't pay any attention to most of the alerts that the SIM generates. The challenge is to use a new class of software, a new class of machine learning that will look at not just the easy anomalies that, you know, frankly, the SIM can find those anomalies on its own, but the second and third order anomalies, the anomalies in the anomalies, or the anomalies in the anomalies in the anomalies, and that's a mouthful, but... When you do these second and third order analytics, that's when some really interesting and significant trends emerge. And it also creates a stream of events or a stream of alerts that is much quieter and much more likely to be significant or worthy of someone's attention. To generate more rich or nuanced alerts, for example. Right. At Fortscale, our idea of perfect software is software that is usually mostly pretty quiet but occasionally throws up a red flag, not the other way around. So if it's getting your attention, pay attention. Right, right. And so the secret sauce then in this sort of a situation is having the best possible user behavioral analytics. 
Right. It's all about the math. And that is where the frontier of the technology and the science is right now. What's interesting, and I was just having this discussion with a colleague recently, user behavior analytics as, as a science, as a field, is actually fairly mature. It's just a field that is relatively new when applied to security. It's very mature when applied to things like marketing or voter demographics. McDonald's knows to within two decimal places how many cheeseburgers they're going to sell on a Sunday if it's sunny in Chicago and it's 72 degrees and you're a white female driving a red Toyota. The idea that we can use those same types of algorithms and that same kind of math to predictably stop or at least detect insider threats is a relatively new one in security, but the math has been around for a long time. And it's interesting and ironic that for a field that prides itself on being so technical, that actually now we're looking to the marketing and advertising fields and the political consulting fields, the pollsters, that have been refining these algorithms for 100 years and applying them now to our field. Kurt, thanks very much for your time today. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. For Information Security Media Group, this is Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.